0: Welcome to the Salt Circle podcast. My name is Hank. With me today is Ben.
1: Hey, sup? Uh, You know the usual, as you do. Totes huge. Totes huge. Oh boy, (laughs) some (laughs) some boomer just threw up a little bit, and I don't know why.
0: I think everyone threw up a little bit. <laughs> I don't I don't think I don't think me saying that is okay with anybody.
1: Yeah, I'd agree. It's pretty it's a pretty <laughs> disgusting phrase you just opened with for this. Really sets the tone.
0: Well, I mean I've been having a horrific experiences in the video game I've been playing, so it's all about poop.
1: Yeah, you know, I've seen some of your tweets, and they're looking a little <laughs> spicy. Not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2 is a wild time,
0: but today we're here to talk about old shit. Yeah,
1: like, I mean... Not stuff, fresh. Stuff that was also disturbing, <laughs> probably more so to the people of the time. Yes. No.
0: We'll get into that. the The most egregious the thing is the part where psycho. Yeah, you have to have the psychologist come in and explain the movie to the audience at the end.
1: Yeah, yep, <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah, we're, we're talking about Hitchcock. Well, four what Hitchcock films, about? not For... the, not Will Smith Hitchcock. Different. No, not that movie. Hitchcock of the Alfred variety. Older movies. Yeah. You know, because it's our it's our old movie month. <laughs> yeah, old movie <laughs> month. Yeah, sort of In, uh-huh. from a certain point of view.
0: It's our old movie excursion.
1: Yeah, that sounds Enterprise. Better. I mean, I I guess like aside from a Psycho. Really, no knowledge yep. of Alfred Hitchcock aside from the fact that like, he's. Ah, what's the? He's he's deep enough into like, popular culture that I I mm-hmm. recognize like his uh, his cameos. Like I I would I could see when it was him. I know what he looks like. I know his name. I know he did Psycho. Yeah, he really likes a lot of the trailers Lons? for his movies
0: were him. Just explaining the plot to the audience. Oh, that's great. The premise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That dude's he fucked had that up. That TV show, Alfred Hitchcock presents. Was it also fucked up? Probably like, like it, yeah. I mean,
1: it was just short stories, basically. Okay, short, shorter stories. Like, I don't know, man. I was expecting. I like. I knew Psycho, of course. I like. Uh-huh not the not the intricacies of the plot actually but like it, it yeah. enough um mm-hmm. i was expecting that's, that's the, the other one
0: that got that you knew of from the most from popular culture
1: yeah yeah
0: okay
1: i mean that shower scene right like that's yeah. the, that's the pretty famous the, yeah um i didn't expect the other movies to be like as Maybe not equally, but, like, they're all fucked up. Everybody's <laughs> psycho, really. <laughs> like, I was expecting not that. It was good, sort uh, of, sometimes. I will, you know what? I mean, what? people are that fucked up in North by
0: Northwest.
1: No, no, that one's not. That's, like, the least... Yeah. There's not as many mental issues in that one, certainly. Um... Uh-huh. Though that one pissed me off the most, but we can, wow, we'll get there okay. when we get there. Yeah, for some reasons, um, uh-huh. I think my favorite out of all of them was Rope. I suppose we should say which ones we yes. we looked at. We looked at Rope, uh, we looked at Strangers on a Train, uh, what was the North by Northwest? Yes, okay, I knew it had Northwest in it, but you know, uh, and then Psycho, of course so Mm -hmm. yeah rope rope really stole the show for me rope is fucking great (laughs) it was very good literally had never heard of it in my entire life yeah so rope is one i watched
0: mostly after me and my friends watch it after learning the fact that it's basically one take or it's one continuous shot like limitations of the time it's not that because they only have so much film and it can fit in a camera so it cuts usually by like zooming into someone's back yeah But other than that the whole movie is it's set it's much more like it's play like in that it's one continuous take on the the actors who have to act for extended periods of time without breaks yeah so funnily enough when they made this movie it was like they had to shoot it a lot of times hmm they had to shoot shoot for like eight days and yeah for this movie that means that like seven days of footage they could do and then they had to do reshoots too so
1: i I had to put it on a bunch i read a little bit i not like not alfred not not alfred hitchcock's wikipedia page but like for psycho just because i knew that one had like yeah a lot of iconic shit in it um just was like brushing up. I mean, I looked at all of the films because it's been a while since I had watched them. But mm-hmm. I forget, was he was he notorious for like doing a shitload of retakes or like getting it perfect in one shot? I know he was a perfectionist.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I really don't I don't know. I swear either, I read either way on way. that
1: one. Yeah. Or maybe just... Maybe I'm, like, muddling it up, and it's, like, in the middle mm-hmm. where he didn't like to do them, but if something was wrong, he would force everybody... Like, wasn't he really hard on the... Like, everybody involved? <laughs> like, he demanded perfection or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh... Uh...
0: Kind of a... A tyrant of a director, I'd say. I, well, it worked. You <laughs> got good results. Yeah, it produced good movies. Um, but yeah, I, I picked these four movies mostly because Rope, Strangers on a Train, North by Northwest are three of my favorites, and Psycho is just like we gotta watch Psycho. That one's important.
1: Well, yeah, that's like the um, the Casablanca did, of the bunch. The
0: other, like the big ones, I some of the bigger ones I left out are the other Jimmy Stewart ones. But I'm like, but Rope is the best one. So. It's not the most well-known one, but I would say Rope is is definitely my favorite of the Jimmy Stewart ones. As opposed to Rear Window, I think it's usually, or Vertigo and Vertigo are two of the ones that are held up the most. Vertigo sounds familiar. I mean, that one, I think, replaced Citizen Kane on the AFI's greatest movie of all time poll.
1: Okay. What's it about? Um, I mean, loosely, obviously. A, I mean, mostly it's about
0: a dude, Jimmy Stewart gets obsessed with this woman who looks like someone who died, but, and then there's, you know, plot twists. And And also he is
1: vertigo. Yeah, as you do. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's, it's way more psychological and less, it has less of Hitchcock's humor in it. I would mm-hmm. say, at least in terms of the dialogue which is one of the reasons I
1: don't like it as much sure but and I mean rope is, is like he's... all dialogue <laughs> it's yeah. like 100% dialogue uh huh
0: that's not true there's, there's a lot I of mean... filmmaking because with those contiguous shots but the it goes from day to night over the course of the movie so every time the camera isn't looking at those clouds they are moving them off screen <laughs>
1: Yeah, no. It looks there was some there was some great shots. Um, yeah. one of the one of the ones I, that I remembered was, or that I liked, that I remember specifically was it's. I think the camera is like you're seeing stuff from a side view, and it's just like focused in, on, the yeah. the. The trunk, I guess, whatever the actual mm-hmm. term is that they use. Um, And then you just see stuff going on like kind of in the background for a little bit. It was real nice. Yeah,
0: like the Hitchcock was really into using the camera as like the the audience perspective is being voyeuristic and interested in particular things in the room that aren't necessarily like what the people in the room are doing or interested in. Yeah, that's definitely a, an ongoing thing. The other the other thing he does a lot is like this idea of like there's the elevator pitch for the crime. And then the plot of the movie is not really that playing out straight or well, necessarily. But that's sort of like the get you in the door thing. Mm, with what like, you with mean? rope the the perfect murder ideas in some of those oh, movies, okay. like in rope of two people murdering their friend Strangers on a train, two people meeting on a train and committing each other's murders. hmm Those sort of things. Like there's there's another one, Dial M from Murder, that does it sort of does the strangers on a train thing a little more where like the the two guys actually make a deal. Yeah, they're both into and then, it. Yeah. But and then that that one does a weird funny thing where it's like uh that's a three D movie shut in three d and he uses he uses he all he really does with the three d gimmick in that is put stuff in front of them talking to like give the audience separation from these two murderers making their deal weird but like like you're you're in there but you're not yeah you're you're just looking at them okay that's interesting and like i got to see that in a theater with like modern three d technology instead of red and blue garbage yeah so that was that was a cool experience also that movie has a hilarious detective who has a funny mustache nice at the end (laughs) it's really what makes the movie uh but yeah rope is just fucking great and it's just such a good like i can't think of a movie it's like yeah and this guy and this is an example of some guy's bullshit coming back to bite him
1: in terms of jeremy stewart's character (laughs) I mean <laughs> it's like I, it, like two different two completely different things but the comparison that comes to mind is like Wolf of Wall Street. Like, it would have gone a lot better if they weren't all doing coke. Um this would have gone a lot better if he wasn't so, you know. Yo, we're going to put him in the thing and we're going to invite like all these people that are going to make this spicy. It, it was too spicy. I mean, that was, like, the whole reason he wanted to kind of do it, though. Was to, to like, show off to
0: Jimmy Stewart's character.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 100%. But, you know, that's just what... (laughs) Yeah. Like, they technically did do the perfect murder. They just, you know... Mm -hmm. (laughs) still real good. And the, uh... I don't know. I, I think... Watching it through, I really expected that what well, it was his professor, right, yeah, yeah, I expected the professor to agree with him, sort of i I guess I don't know, I don't know why, I don't know if that's founded if that's like if i'm used if that would be like a modern take on things if a film would do that, but I just I expected mm-hmm. it for some reason, then of course he's like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I should be careful what I say to impressionable people.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. But everything was so Also good. just there's just like the
0: there's just so much in like expressions in that movie. Yeah. Where like Jimmy Stewart's figuring it out and he's just like looking at things and thinking like this is something is yeah. And those two guys like their own weird ways of going tilting off in their own in their own ways.
1: Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, the the facial expression, like the, the and just delivery. Like just intonations and all that stuff and it was just super good. Like for a, a yeah. I don't know, like, it's one of those, it's almost kind of, kind of like a Destination Wedding, where, like, sort of nothing happens, but also a ton of shit happens, but it's, like, Mm -hmm. just all that juicy dialogue, which I think this kind of, it hit at a good time, because I'd seen Destination Wedding, I'd seen, like, there was... An episode of of BoJack Horseman, and literally the whole thing is him just monologuing for thirty minutes. Like that's the whole episode, and it's great. Mm-hmm. So I already kind of was like, I was kind of feeling this a little bit. I'm like, yo oh, this is a cool thing. Like I, I enjoy this concept. I, I mean, I haven't encountered it done poorly, and I think watching this done bad would be a nightmare. Nah, <laughs> uh-huh. but that oh, was great. Yeah,
0: yeah. He had done Hitchcock had done like another movie similar, which is Lifeboat, which takes place entirely in a single lifeboat. Okay. People are stuck in the
1: ocean, like Othello. Uh, God damn. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's my favorite callback. <laughs> but yeah, so he had he had
0: sort of done this kind of thing before, but uh, I think like Rope is the Better. That's this is the the apex of him doing Mm -hmm. that thing, for sure. And this is based on a, I think, life footage too. They're both based on plays.
1: Rope was also, like a play. Yeah, it was a play. Yes.
0: I could. I mean, 1929 play. Ooh.
1: Yeah, I, um... Because Psycho was... That's a novel, right? Yeah, it's a book. Okay. Man, I... Yeah, I didn't... I mean, it makes sense. Especially earlier when you were talking about, like, just the with width it takes. It makes mm-hmm. it more play-like. That makes...
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's, like... Near the end, there's, like, one hard cut in the middle of a scene that's like pretty jarring if you're, if you're paying attention for that at all. But Mm -hmm. otherwise he's generally doing the cuts by like zooming the camera into someone's back. Yeah. And then there's just that piece of rope, man. It's just a good, the good, like this rope matters. Mm -hmm. This is important. We're going to put this right here. (laughs) And like the, the characters are doing it intentionally too. And then, you have you have this knowledge. You know the thing that's hanging over this whole party that none of the character most, a lot of the characters don't, and some do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just and he's just such a dick. Like, um, Brandon. Yeah. Like he's just like, let's put all the food on it. it doesn't yeah, make it's sense about the like... food on this piece of furniture, but let's do it. <laughs> You've yeah. got to call all the attention to it. You've got to put big, flashy neon signs pointing at this thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, is so much. Do they? Yeah. I forget. Do they like? Do they play with the idea that uh, that like Brandon wants to be caught? I honestly yeah. forget if that comes up, but I feel like he would, like Jimmy Stewart's character, would mention it.
0: I mean, he definitely wants um, Jimmy
1: Stewart's character to know. He that wants like him to catch
0: him specifically.
1: Yeah. Well, I know he for him. Yeah, like at a. I know he wanted to be. Hmm. Yeah, because he wants like he wants the validation, right? Like, oh yeah. man, you took my concept and you applied it, and it's so great. I'm so proud of you. You killed someone. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> yeah.
0: Philip doesn't want anyone to know. Philip.
1: Philip uh, is uh, very uneasy about the matter.
0: Yeah, he probably shouldn't have committed a murder.
1: Yeah. Imagine. It seems like there's some regret in him. <laughs> well, art takes sacrifices sometimes. Uh. The other thing about the production
0: that I know is that Phillips, when he's playing the piano, mm-hmm. like he's trying to mime to particular piano music they had, but he never did it right in any of their takes. So the they redid the music to match how his fingers were moving.
1: Okay, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> I mean, oh, that
0: one, that makes sense to me. Like, yeah. It's the same reason that like generally it you get better animation if you animate to the way to to the voice line rather than fitting a voice line into animation.
1: Oh, yeah. I guess it's just that same
0: yeah. same principle.
1: So the so he, the, the actor couldn't play piano, right? He was just like miming it. Or could he yeah. play piano, like, enough to kind of do it? Something. I don't... It's one or the other.
0: Like, he, he he wasn't good enough at piano to nail...
1: Okay. The, what he, I feel what like that'd have to be... Him. I feel like someone who doesn't know how to play piano trying to, like, mime it would yeah. just be fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, if they put the, the, the music
0: way, back, The way described like, he got it. His, his fingers were close, but they just weren't correct. Mm-hmm. But that's also, like, like Hitchcock cares about that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. That's, <laughs> like, for all these movies, and then, like, reading even just a bit about some of them, that's... Yeah. You get that impression. Like. Like that, that real attention to
0: small details. Because, like, it, when you're watching the movie, like, maybe you don't
1: care, but, like, that stuff stands out. I mean, it's like my dad and us mowing the lawn on a dead-end road. Nobody's gonna see it, yeah. but he has to see it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so really, it's a good way. Yeah, good way to put it. My dad's the Alfred Hitchcock of lawn mowing, I guess. <laughs> uh,
0: so next we have strangers on the train.
1: The main character is really unsettling. Who guy? Yeah. You find him unsettling? He's the, guy is the one who's like, yo, let's let's murder people.
0: No, guy's the tennis player. Oh, he's he's okay. the one
1: who's. I am then referring yeah, to. Mean... Uh, uh, Bruno. Bruno. Yeah. Bruno's unsettling. Yeah. I mean, Guy is also unsettling. Tennis what like One of my favorite Ugh. moments
0: of this is just like after Bruno has committed the murder and he goes to find Guy and Guy's like at his door mm. and Bruno's across the street going, hey, Guy, over here, Guy.
1: Yeah, like, that's like the scene that fuck. I have in my <laughs> mind also. He's, just, <laughs> He's just a creepy like dude. Not, mm, yeah. I, just,
0: I find this one fun because it's like, imagine the perfect murder, except one of the guys is not into it.
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they definitely could have both gotten away with it, but someone decided to bitch out a little bit.
0: Someone, like, really, it was one person came up with a perfect plan for a murder that required a stranger, and the stranger's like, are you fucking crazy?
1: Yeah. I mean, and then, like... And, then, and then
0: the other way to look at it is, like, you're just... Which I think this is the way the trailer sells it, which is if you're just on a train and some fucking evil stranger comes up to you and gets you involved in this fucking murder plot that just you don't really have any control over. But suddenly you've just got this evil person involved in your life just because you talk to some stranger on a train. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, although one of my favorite parts of this movie is just the whole thing of I've got to go stop this murder, but first I have to win this tennis match.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that <laughs> sequence was great. <laughs> like just how they filmed the match. I don't know. It was like
0: yeah, it's like the it's just the audience's silly. heads going back and forth. Yeah, yeah. The whole all the the tension. This Hitchcock is just so good at building up and maintaining tension
1: mm-hmm. in these movies um the shot i was you know I, I i've i've gotten a little better i think at pointing out or figuring out stuff that i'm like this is something that people are if i go on the wikipedia page this is going to have like eight pages written about it <laughs> and that point was when uh he kills the chick and her glasses fall, and there's, like, that mm-hmm. shot in the lens, I'm like, there's this, I, I, no doubt in my mind that this is something that film classes, like, just get rock hard over. Sure enough. Uh-huh. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> my favorite shot in the movie is when, at the end, with the, with the carousel going round and round, and that old guy climbing under it, yeah, wasn't and then, like, it like cameras like... somehow like is like looking up at him because they yeah. literally like dug a hole to put the camera in <laughs> so they could shoot up for that shot. That, that shot seems... is fucking insane. Wasn't
1: it actually like going around like that? If he yes. like if he like messed up a little, he's just fucked. Yep. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock is a psycho. Yeah, that was that was a hell of a scene. Yeah. I guess I didn't even think about uh, like the camera placement. Maybe that's a, that's probably something I just like take for granted in like a modern mm-hmm. film. Like, oh, the camera's under like, him. Okay. It's also because cameras are much smaller these days. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to giant tanks.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Stranger Train is just, like, it kind of feels perfect to me. It's, like, just really. It's got, it's just got, for what it's trying to do in terms of just being a thriller about someone who's tapless, like, it's pretty fucking great.
1: And it has that tennis part. (laughs) That tennis part, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't find myself As interested, I think it's because, Mm -hmm. like, in my heart, I wanted it to be two guys who agreed to murder the other person. (laughs) Like, I want him to be like, Are you for real? Like, you're not, are you a cop? All right, let's do it. (laughs) And then just, like, Uh, you know, do a little swap. Swap might have been a little
0: much for 1950s. Although, I don't know. It's uh, dial in for murder is much closer to that. So, I think Mm. one of the, like, there's a little more... Like, he is still conning the other person into committing his murder for him. But... And that's... I think that's... And I also think it's just... It's not a swap seat. It's one murder. Like, he convinces... He cons a stranger into committing a murder for him, I think. Ah, uh, gotcha. i remembering right. Hmm. And then the detective figures it out anyway.
1: So... Well, yeah, that... Again, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, they're not ready for the bad. Bad people have to get punished. Yeah, yeah.
0: You can, you can, you can have all the bad people you want, but they have to get punished at the end.
1: Yeah, and see, that's why, like, again, like, just not being used to that era of filmmaking. Mm-hmm. I keep expecting it to maybe have, like, a sort of twisty ending. It's like, nah, it all gets resolved. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, like, after discussing, makes perfect sense. Yeah. So next we have North
0: by Northwest.
1: It's, like, my least favorite concept in a movie ever. Wow. <laughs> kind of i i like it's sort of the same Your least favorite
0: concept is a movie that takes place in a diff- bunch of different locales and then things happen
1: my least favorite honestly
0: concept? that's how the trailer pitch that's how kitchcock pitches it in the trailer really in the trailer
1: he's just like and Cary grant goes to all these different places oh my god they go places and do like, things because, I mean,
0: there's just you know, there's just this there's just this fact of where he's framed for a murder, but you know, so he has to leave. But the important thing is all the locales we go to, this this cinematic tour of <laughs> America. Also, Hitchcock's other title for this movie was "The Man Up Lincoln's Nose."
1: Okay, yeah,
0: that checks <laughs> out. Because uh, this movie was... Like, this movie is a classic, like, action thriller, but also it, like, it's a joke.
1: Yeah. Um, but, you know, it works. No, the thing that really pisses me off, and it's... I guess I it's been a very... Very long time since I've seen what what was the what was the first born movie born identity yeah um I feel like when I think about that series, it's the same thing like in the beginning when they think he's someone else and like you can't get any answers, and it just stresses me out <laughs> like just f- ask a question, get an answer, and it doesn't happen for like so long it finally finally after they like explain what's going on like that my heart rate Mm -hmm. finally goes down and i can like actually relax but up until that point i just don't (laughs) like it i don't know it just makes me uncomfortable it's so uncomfortable i'm like he's clearly not this person and no one's listening to he said he's not the person he can prove they're not listening to him someone help like (laughs) it just stresses me out so much (laughs) That was pretty upset for the a large chunk of that film. But it like it was it was well done. I just Ah, uh, god damn it. That just Please. It just got under your
0: skin. Yeah. <laughs> 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 a mistaken identity is too much for you.
1: He's he's not the guy and nobody's listening to him. What if that happened to but me? But he is the
0: guy. What, if what someone... are you talking? He is the guy. No. At it's... the end of the day, is he not the guy? He's not the guy. He is the guy. But he's also. Who else not. is the guy? Nobody else is the guy. He is the guy. That's
1: because they made a guy up. <laughs> this is not yeah. fair.
0: And then you know, he, it became him.
1: It's bullshit.
0: It's it's happenstance, but you know that's what happened.
1: Well, I don't like. They weren't it. wrong to think it was I, him. It's because I put it, myself it, in at his the situation. end of the day. When you when you
0: add up all the facts, he
1: is the guy. <laughs> I just I I put I can't help but put myself there. And I get so sort of stressed uh-huh. thinking about, like, you trying to convince people that, like, no, I'm not this whatever the hell you think I am. Like, I'm just a dude. Like, I, I went to get groceries. They're like, no, 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 no. You fucking started a war and you stole all the stuff or you did something or you're a spy. I'm like, no. F- n- f- help. Like, I don't. T- please. It just, I don't like it. Ugh but then he figured like they it, it, it gets it out of him It gets better. After that point it's good. Um him mm. il- infiltrating the the house was pretty great.
0: Yeah. That shot of him climbing up is pretty burned in my brain.
1: The I and mean, ending- the classic
0: scene for this movie though is the he's just gets dropped off of the bus at the bus stop and then a plane comes to try and shoot him. Yeah, yeah. It's like just Just like that that set piece, like, you don't really need any explanation for this. This scene can just exist on its own. It doesn't, any, any of the details of the plot really don't matter. Yeah. It's just,
1: this is cool. Just good action stuff. And then he just steals that guy's truck, right? Yeah. 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 For some reason, I was so sure that that happened, and then as I started saying it, I'm like, maybe this was one of those trucker films I watched. I can't remember. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, the ending is so... Like, I went back, because I, I, like... This was one of the ones... um You know, I, I, I watched it over long ago, and I just couldn't quite picture what happened, and then as soon as I... As soon as I started looking, I'm like, "Oh right, it's this one," and I wow. checked out the I checked out the ending again, and I'd totally forgotten that like it just goes straight through. Like, there's ten seconds left. I'm like, "What are we doing here?" <laughs> and then it does that weird like, "What's her? What's his? What's his name? What does he call misses He says like Mrs. Whatever." Is this Townsend? Yeah. Is that is that what he calls her? Yeah. Yeah. And then he like pulls her into the bed. And then there's like that gratuitous shot of a train going into a small hole. <laughs> like I'm pretty dense, but even I picked up on that one. Nineteen fifties. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Did he Definitely. have to, like, did did he get, like, did, did, did they get shit for that? Or did it go, did it, like, slide through? I don't know. I probably slid through. Hmm.
0: I mean, we're only a year away from Psycho. And think of how much more Psycho, like, Psycho is kind of scandalous for its time. Yeah. But. No, this... I mean, really, he's just showing a train going through. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> Whatever.
1: <laughs> I could just like someone tries to call him out. Out of like, what are you talking about? They're on a train. The train went through a tunnel. Get your mind out of the gutter.
0: <laughs> I can't help what you, per what your perverted thoughts are. It has nothing to do with me. <laughs> I, also, I've. It, it, Hitchcock would also call himself celibate a bunch, which is hilarious. <laughs> not <laughs> true, but it's a thing he would say. I've heard him say it. It's like I wouldn't stream of such a thing. Just giving the audience what they want. Mm-hmm. Which is also his explanation for the the way Psycho turns it up. It's just he's like, yeah, audience is uh they younger people they needed more than the scene of just two people kissing is like really not they're not into it anymore
1: yeah that just seems old fashioned to them this one the movie as a whole also kind of had the good lord what what uh what bogart film was it what's the uh, what's the super convoluted one that nobody knows what the plot is The big sleep. It's not that nobody
0: doesn't know what the plot was. It's nobody knows who killed that chauffeur. Okay, but also like (laughs) the the plot is
1: just straight confusing. Uh Um, I know, but mostly,
0: just it's just that that other guy got murdered in an unrelated
1: way. You know it mostly, and how many times have you seen it? (laughs) A lot. Yeah. See, um, but it had like it had a similar feel. Like I got a, you know, get like a James Bond feel from yeah. it pretty much mm-hmm. and it, it shared that like the this film style of humor and then like the spy stuff the just how all of that was handled and mm-hmm. that tone which was like I find enjoyable I like old James Bond stuff at least the Sean Connery ones
0: I don't but that's yeah Old James Bond movies put me to sleep, except The Man with a Golden Gun, which is offensive and terrible, but it's like one of my favorite bad movies. See, I haven't, but that haven't one has Christopher one. Lee in it, which okay. makes a big difference. Yeah, I've only
1: seen. I've James only Bond seen is the... basically
0: the villain in that movie, <laughs> or another villain. There's a villain. That's pretty great. There's James Bond, and then there's Christopher Lee who kills the real villain. And then, like the movie is like, oh, I guess we also wanted him to be the bad guy, so I guess he's like trying to do bad stuff too. And I'll and but like up to that point, all he wanted to do is kill James Bond. He gotcha. has like a fun house with a uh, small person who is, but, is butler, and he
1: hunts people. He also has three nipples. There's a plot point in that movie. Great. 10, okay, well, I mean, maybe I... <laughs> Dave Bond impersonates
0: it. him by putting on a fake nipple. Oh, my God. What year was this? <laughs>
1: Which year is this one? The man with the golden gun? I
0: don't... 70s, I want to say?
1: Okay. I mean, that checks out. Oh, yeah, 74. All right. Yeah, I and can also, see it. it has
0: the racist American cop. It was, I think, in the previous... It was introduced in the previous Bond movie. This is Roger Moore Bond. Okay. Everybody's favorite.
1: <laughs> See, I, like
0: That one... And that movie really is a collection of scenes. Like, it's fucking... that it, It's a mess. That movie's a mess.
1: When I saw... When I saw the Sean Connery Bond films, it just was with, like... Maybe if I'd seen him on my own or tried on my own, I would have, like, not been into it at all. But I was just with a solid group of people. So, despite the films being ridiculous, we, like, worked with it. Oh. There was a lot of stuff. I mostly find
0: them boring. What, they just the, the pacing and the moment-to-moment stuff is too slow. I mean, Like, the thing that makes the... North by Northwest... <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> the thing that makes North by Northwest so good is... Like, Cary Grant is always talking <laughs> mm. like the the snappy dialogue and like how how quick that stuff is yeah is what makes it also like hold up really well in my opinion
1: oh yeah yeah it has that it, it yeah the dialogue being fast certainly that and that was true of like i mean kind of how i felt with i guess a fair chunk of the film so far I expect yeah. them to be slower and they're like the ones that I've enjoyed have had pretty you know quick. There are a lot a lot of dialogue. good old
0: movies, like the the surprising thing about them is how like fast the dialogue is. Yeah. Like people just talk quickly in that era. Is a is a thing.
1: Yeah. Um then we, then we got he, Psycho. There
0: was Psycho. Yeah. Now we're into the sixties. And Psycho is like definitely like Audiences have learned like it's like Alfred Hitchcock trying to stay a step ahead of audiences who are have learned how to have been watching movies and like know certain things. Yeah. So like it's like a lot of what happens in Psycho is is like it's not necessarily concerned with its own plot it's concerned with like how the audience is going to react to things like oh janet lee's the star and she sold this money so it's all going to be about janet lee and this money
1: yeah i, I do remember seeing <laughs> some about that like how it's like what it's not yeah. her
0: well also like she's she's this big star she, It's all the marketing is around her mm-hmm and, and just, like, the money thing. Like, audiences trained. Oh, she stole the money. The money matters.
1: Yeah. What's uh, going to happen to the money? Throw it all away.
0: And then it just gets goes into the swamp, and you're like, what is going on?
1: Everything I know is
0: a lie. Yeah. Though I do think, like, as a movie to watch today, the big problem with Psycho just is that last section at the end... Where the psychiatrist comes out to explain it all. Like if you just cut out that part, yeah. it would be a better movie. The but you do need that last refrain of. <laughs> I they I wouldn't hurt a fly. They'll see. They'll yeah. see. They'll know. I, <laughs> That's <laughs> that part is so good.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I I I like it, but I I would it confused me. <laughs> like. Uh-huh. I don't know. I, I I suppose that maybe that's part of it. Like, it's open to my interpretation, right? That probably makes it... that You know what? I'm going to roll with that. Talking about it now that I'm saying it. Because, you know, by default, we'll find the creepiest thing to us to, to fill it in with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one part that I didn't understand in the film is she gets murdered in the shower... And there's like a cut to the newspaper, not a cut maybe, pan, cut, I forget which it was. Uh, they show the newspaper filled with money, and then all of a sudden it's like, blood, blood, there's blood, mother, blood. I don't, I don't understand how he saw the blood. Like from the window? What do you mean? Like what are you saying there's blood.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, where do you see it from though? Didn't he look in the room at that point? No, I I I recall it just like cutting into the house, and then he says blood. Mm. Unless you know think, what? Wait, the was uh, the did he? There might like, have been what, blood on. He, his... I
0: think it might have been reacting to the blood on his hands. Oh,
1: okay. So, like, on a first watch... And, like, watch, presumably,
0: like, the blood on his mother.
1: Okay. So, on a first watch, you're like, oh, he, like, saw the blood. Okay. But but looking back, yeah, I suppose, if he's also the one who did it and all that. Yeah, I didn't even... You know what? Yeah. I didn't even think about that angle.
0: <laughs> mm.
1: but, like, I was literally assuming that someone else killed her, even though... Okay, yeah.
0: Yeah. No. <laughs> Fantastic. His his personality switches back to him. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's reacting to seeing blood everywhere. Or on himself or whatever.
1: Man. That's why that's why my standards for movies are so low. I'm just so stupid that like <laughs> <laughs> Oh. But,
0: the thing I Hitchcock has said about this movie, he's like, the thing, the thing that he cared about is just that the movie made people scream in the theater, like that. That was, and it did that's the thing that he really,
1: yeah, nice. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, the shower scene or like which yeah, was that yeah, the big yeah. the, one? The shower okay. scene specifically, yeah. And it did make people scream. Okay, yeah. I guess like, are there do uh, do people do you go to horror films like in the theater ever, like a, a fresh one? Yeah. Do people scream? Do people freak out at all? Or are they a little more like maybe gasp and they're not as reactive?
0: Yeah, it's not like screaming. It's not really a thing. Okay. Well, except that that small child that I <laughs> was in the theater when I saw The Conjuring. And uh, <laughs> turns out if you bring a small child to a movie about where a mother wants to kill her children, maybe that little small child, that's a little too much for him. Yeah, it's a little yeah no little that intense. sounds right. <laughs> he wanted to escape. <laughs> he didn't want to be there anymore.
1: <laughs> okay, because so, I was like, I don't shouldn't have been there. <laughs> I've definitely you know like people people laugh at stuff of course. Um, yeah, like seeing seeing uh, Star Wars Episode Seven like that had the the opening night. Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That opening night energy where people are like clapping and fucking cheering and stuff. Um, I I guess I've never I don't think I've ever seen a horror film in theaters or anything even close to one. So I can't say that I've ever heard someone like full on scream or even yeah react that something close to it. Yeah, like
0: movies kind of just don't even try. They
1: don't they do push like, it as far. I don't
0: I don't know what you would what you could do to make audiences scream in that way anymore but yeah. I also just don't think movies try a lot like to just 'cause to to really shock like usually it's just bad jump scares and yeah people, ah. see, that's
1: what I, that's what i'm <laughs> that's what I'm thinking like that was the first thing I came to mind like if if someone's screaming in the theater like it's probably a jump scare I don't know what would is there do you i mean do you think there's anything what what do you think the what do you think the next step? I don't would know. Be? Like, I don't think you could do. Like, I think you can disturb
0: audiences. Like, you could show things that are just like,
1: yeah, fuck.
0: But um, I to mean, get that visceral reaction, I really don't know what you could do.
1: Like, you think we maybe just like past a point? Like, we're actually desensitized maybe. enough that we? I mean, maybe. I suppose. I mean, the right audience
0: could probably would probably still scream. Oh instead. yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what would make me
1: scream. I mean, we just get a bunch of, like, six-year-olds and throw them in a room and, like, turn on any yeah, horror yeah, movie. Yeah. <laughs> you just, I mean, you can put on, fuck it. I mean, if you want to make people
0: scream, you just put on, like, something they like, and then they'll scream in hat joy.
1: Yeah. That's easy. I I mean, I suppose, like, uh, I I feel like we, we might actually be desensitized enough. As far as, as far, I'm probably, as I'm probably
0: being a little too um, cynical about it. There probably are plenty of movies that make certain audiences scream, but it also depends on. It very much depends on the audience. I'd yeah. say, like, the weird thing is, like, if you go to a if if it if it, the audience that's going to a movie considers it a serious movie, like a piece of art, they generally won't react at all. Yeah. Like, like. If I'm being stereotypical about it, like white audiences, much more prone to just not reacting, whereas you get a good rowdy black audience. Okay, y'all's good. Y'all have a good time.
1: It's a good time at the theater. I mean, what I'll like, say. they get that, into it. That sounds no different they, than they, most churches I've been to. So yeah, they're
0: <laughs> they're they're ready to wear their emotions on their sleeve and actually react to stuff. Yeah, for whatever reason.
1: I mean so that, that I'm I'm imagining but I don't, but I don't what, know about screaming. I'm I'm imagining like what a like a reactive emotional audience would have been like to see like The Phantom Thread with. Yeah. <laughs> if someone just like was going all out. Yeah. I
0: say in movies like that I usually like I there's some part where I laugh incredibly
1: loudly and nobody else is laughing. Wow. so like people go home, usually people go home, and it's like there was some dude in the theater just fucking lost it. He's like four rows behind me. That was like when I saw Midsummer.
0: There's this one part, I'm just, I fucking lost it.
1: What part? Is it, I mean, if it's because that one's still fairly new, so is it like spoiler? Yeah, it's a spoiler. Okay.
0: There's just, like, a dude gives a face. is like, I don't want any part of this anymore. <laughs> well, actually, no, I think the thing that actually made me laugh the loudest, though, was that it just cut back to a thing that was supposed to be disturbing, but, like, we left that scene and came back, like, five times, and that, like, we were still there, I just found hilarious. <laughs> was like, the fuck thing cut to, like, that woman's face? Um... It was it was a it was a supposed to be a disturbing sex scene.
1: Um, yeah, so people, I don't. People who've
0: seen the movie know what it is.
1: Okay, I mean, I just
0: again, it was supposed to be disturbing, but I've just found it hilarious that the movie just like kept cutting back and forth between. It. It's like we're still yeah. here,
1: really, really. Yeah, and see that one, like. I just read like I uh, I don't know if you think I read the Wikipedia synopsis. I just read like a very brief thing. I'm like, I'm out. This was too much. Reading this was actually too much. I'm out. They're putting I mean, things in their mouths I, that shouldn't be put there. And I don't want uh, any part like. Again,
0: my problem with that movie is that it's, I didn't find it that disturbing. I found it mostly boring. Well, okay, and but that's fine. Gross Not and every. like. insulting. <laughs>
1: You strike me as the type of person who could, like, I don't know, walk in with like a, a bowl of pasta to basically any film, and like, yes, no issue, uh-huh. or even cereal, perhaps. Pretty, you might, you might be a, like a cereal a pretty, champion.
0: Pretty desensitized at this part, at this point. Do you
1: Actually, do you that would be that would be fucking legendary. Well, you go into midsummer. I do,
0: generally. I get a little more excited with when there's a lot of gore. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're doing yeah. stuff.
1: Okay, but imagine <laughs> imagine the following. You go to midsummer, right? And uh, everybody else you know, I feel like a lot of people, I've I've heard a fair amount of people say that they were very disturbed by the film. Like they, they found it disturbing. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. mostly that's true. Like for the general population, like people are gonna be like, What the fuck? I um, mean they did carve a bear into a vagina. Uh. And then so, stick a dude in it. That makes that makes everything involved worse. <sighs> but okay, so imagine you're you're at the film, right? And you're like there and people uh-huh. are being like disturbed and you have a big old bowl of like frosted flakes in your hand, and you're just like chowing away and you're like, Oh my god. Just a bowl find, of cereal. Said, the right problem
0: there. is for a bowl of cereal to last the length of that fucking movie, it would have to
1: be fucking gigantic. Well, you have the you have the box with you, like you put enough milk. Even still, that's a long movie,
0: like two and a half hours. I mean, you bust you don't it out cereal like,
1: that slow. Oh, uh, you don't. I mean, you don't eat it. You don't do it immediately. You bring in like a quart of milk from the store. Make sure it's nice and cold, and you like pour it when you're ready. Family size box. <laughs> really? Really do it up. <laughs> Ask if anyone wants some. Ugh. Yeah. Those poor people that saw Psycho. Couldn't eat cereal the next day, probably. Strikes me as people
0: that walked out of Psycho when it aired. That doesn't Actually, surprise me. Scene. Although I know my dad wasn't allowed to see the birds when it came out <laughs> because the Catholic Church had denounced it or whatever. Really? Why let him see it? Why that one? Hmm. I don't know. There are probably plenty of other movies, but that's the only one that he's told me about anecdotally. Hmm. <laughs> But because, and because the reason he told me that is because my experience with that movie was me and a friend watching it, like when we were kids, and we were just howling with laughter the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> like this movie that, like, was too just, dis- we wasn't allowed to see when he was, because it was too disturbing or whatever, too offensive. And, like, these two kids are just watching it and just, like, cannot stop, like, just howling with laughter. Like, it's just so funny. Wow.
1: <laughs> Like, <laughs> I mean, is that uh, the, the, that's just the one where the birds are attacking, right? Yeah, birds start
0: attacking people.
1: Okay, it's. I mean,
0: it's a up to that point. It's also just actually funny. It's like just a comedy, but it at, we were laughing at it because of the uh, the effects and just like not great. That don't hold up well. Well, its just like that's clearly a fake bird. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And we're. But also just like the image of a bird, like pecking at someone, it's just funny. I mean, they might be like, it's like theoretically disturbing. They are like their people are bleeding and stuff, and all hell is breaking loose. But you know, also it's just fucking birds, attacking <laughs> people. There's a there's an innate humor to it, which is the the big thing I will say about Hitchcock is like I feel like the, part of the reason his thrillers work is he's kind of sees them as comedies there's like the innate humor of it is kind of the, the the point that's like the the thrill of it for him is like people react to this in a certain way but also it's just silly
1: yeah so he knows what he's doing basically yeah yes
0: Hmm. that's why he was able to
1: do thrillers
0: over and over and over and over again very well like he made a lot of really good thrillers mm-hmm and these were only four of them.
1: There are others. Yeah, no, it, <laughs> I didn't know like how many of those he did. I guess, yeah. Like, I mean, also he'd been he, he just been he
0: made a shit ton of movies. Like, people don't even really remember his silent era, or like talk about it. But he was mm. making movies in the sil- before sound was a thing. Yeah, we didn't really get his like. Signature directorial
1: style until later, though. Like Sean Connery in his accent, dude. Exactly. He didn't have it, James Bond. We had to fill in for him.
0: They might have been toning it down, you know.
1: I mean, maybe. We took it up to eleven. And we all thought it was hilarious, except for one person who hated everyone by the end of the night. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember.
0: Have you heard the the actor who plays McDaltry's real accent yet?
1: No, I don't think so. It's uh, it
0: sounds like a fake accent. <laughs> the way he actually talks. The way he
1: actually talks. I, yes. I mean, what accent is it? like what where like what region um i
0: forget exactly where he's from but he's british oh okay oh where's Tommy west uh yeah yeah he's from england here. i don't know i don't know the the correct descriptor for his accent other than that it's ridiculous i mean it's is like it like what you would do if you were making a fake accent is it is it you'll just have to you just have to listen to it you'll just have to listen oh, to it yeah language. like immediately
1: yeah immediately all... after this you know what i'm doing yes is it yes. is it like yeah. hugh Laurie, or is it more uh separated i guess That's, I think that's close, but that same level of like what? I mean, just yeah. the fact that he's British, like I would have never guessed. Much like so you, many Laurie. There's
0: people the wire who are British,
1: <laughs> like Stringer Bell,
0: super British.
1: What?
0: Yeah, Ilja very British.
1: No, he's from, he's <laughs> from Baltimore. <laughs>
0: But his accent doesn't sound like a cartoon character, at least.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm so excited to <laughs> freaking listen to him now. <laughs> I yeah. would have never known. Anyway, yeah, yeah.
0: Anyway, Psycho good. is good. It's a good movie. Yeah. I, 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 I as the a, famous scene. Honestly, not my favorite part of the movie. Like it doesn't have that strong. Yeah. No. It's, impact on me. And it's visually, whatever. I think it doesn't. It has an age grade. Like the thing that, it, the music is really selling it, on uh-huh. that one, like that that. Those high, strings, like the it is being sold. Yeah. Um, and like the other, the other big thing is like the other murder, with the uh, the detective guy, the fact that like the kill is shot from above. Yeah. Is like. It's like to disguise the fact that it's Norman killing him, mm-hmm. and to to not let the audience know that it's disguising it necessarily. Like he yeah. had to think about how can I not show the murderer without like really tipping my hand that I'm not showing it. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so the, like the, focused no, on just, that
0: doesn't isn't just like super focused on who the
1: killer is. Mm-hmm. Um. If you had to... Okay, well, I had... <laughs> I had a question, but it's been replaced with another one first. Uh, I see that he did Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Is that, like, Mr. and Mrs. Smith? Like, the one where they're both agents for separate, separate things, and they're, like, sent to assassinate each other? Because I saw, like... I saw... was there a remake? I guess if it if it was a a remake cuz i um. i know the one where they're like separate uh I think that that's
0: like I think his is just a screwball comedy.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's that's what it looks like, I guess. Yep, okay. Well, that's kind of disappointing, but like also not surprising. Um anyway, original question. If you had to recommend like a like a handful of of other films of his to check out.
0: Mm. Um the the remake of The Man Who Knew Too Much, which is another Jimmy Stewart one. He remade his own movie. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, that's how long. That's how long he was making movies. He just like yeah. straight up re- remade one of his own movies. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> I, I I think he only he might have done it for some other movie. I don't remember. Um, that's that's a big one. Like Rear Window. The other is another Jimmy Stewart one, Birds. I just think the Birds is hilarious. <laughs> um. And it's perfectly hilarious. Like it, it is, it is. There's a lot of comedy, in up into the the part where it's like becomes horror or whatever. Yeah. Um, I Dial in for Murder is fun. Particularly, like what makes it fun is like the detective at the end, is definitely <laughs> a character.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: So that's. That's a handful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
1: know, further, further watching for for me, or I guess anyone who's interested, really. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a podcast. So. You can email us saltcirclepodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at saltcirclepod. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify at saltcirclepodcast. You can find our episodes hosted at anchor.fm slash saltcircle. And I'm on Twitter
1: at comicpanels. And I'm on Twitter at bean underscore LP. Man. You ready to talk magic? <laughs> yeah,
0: man. Let's do it. Three hours. Let's go. Oh, God
1: help us. I can see...